0: Welcome to the mothering together podcast. I'm your host Kayla. And today we're going to do something a little odd together. We're going to tackle one load of laundry folding while we also learn three strategies to change the way we think about time. We get it. Being a mom is hard. You need support through the amazing moments and the heartbreaking moments. Together, we'll find balance in the heavy role of mothering. We'll reconnect with the parts of ourselves that we've lost along the way. And we'll build a community that we can lean on. So one more time, let us just say, Welcome, welcome, welcome welcome to Mothering Mothering Together. Okay guys, you heard that right. We're going to fold a load of laundry. Go gather your laundry, chuck it on your bed or wherever you fold laundry, and get ready to dive in. Today's episode is one of the first body double episodes that we'll be doing, and if you don't know, a body double is someone who sits with you while you do the thing. I'm not sure why, but for whatever reason, having someone sit with you while you get the thing done is a great way for you to stay on task and to not get too distracted by other things. Before we dive in on our topic today, time blindness, I want you to think about the laundry you're about to do. Get everything you need and we're going to visualize it together. If you've never visualized, visualizing is when you picture in your mind what you're about to do as vividly as possible. Picture yourself pouring your laundry onto your folding space. Hopefully that folding space is clear. Sorting your laundry into types and then folding each type one at a time. Think about, do I have to fold this? Or is this something that can sit wrinkled and it wouldn't even matter? I'm thinking pajamas, nobody sees them, don't fold them. Picture yourself working all the way through it, folding them, putting them away, and then at the end, having your coffee when you're done. I know this sounds like a lot of pre-visualization work before you even get started, but listen to me, it's so important, especially if you have ADHD and you tend to bite off more than you can chew and then get interrupted and then you feel really upset when you can't get the thing done. Take a look at your pile of laundry. I want you to think, can I get this done in seven minutes? Because I want you to have about half of this episode to just sit and listen. If your answer is no, I can't get it done in that time, then make it smaller. Do a little less. You don't have to do the whole pile right now. All right, get ready to start folding. Five, four, three, two, one, start. Now we're all prepared to dive in about time blindness. So back before I got married, I used to be the person who showed up to things five, 10 minutes late. It wasn't that I was trying to be late to everything. I just tended to be late to everything. But then I met my husband, Bill, and ever since he has kept me on track and we show up to most things on time. Even still, the joke became that if I had to go somewhere without Bill, well, we were going to be late. A few months ago, I discovered the solution to my constant lateness and I'm going to share it with you. My problem with time is actually neurological. I have ADHD and before I had ADHD, I thought I was just totally flawed, but really, I just have a really hard time processing temporal time information and one of the trickiest symptoms of ADHD is that I am blind to time especially when I am engaged in something that I find interesting because even though it's called attention Deficit hyperactivity disorder, it's actually not that I can't attend, it's that I have limited control of what I attend to. And so sometimes my attention is very strong. Those times are called hyperfocus moments. And when I'm in a hyperfocus, I do not feel time passing. That's usually in. social media scroll or when I'm reading a really good book. Okay, my laundering friends, if you are folding along with me, we are about halfway through and I want you to check in on your pile. Does it seem doable to get it done? If it seems like it's going to be too much, split the rest in half and leave the rest for another time. So today I'm going to share the three things that I've learned that have helped me to become more timely and to stop my family from making the joke that I only show up on time when I'm with my husband and if I'm without him then you can expect me to be late. The first thing and I've said this a lot is to make the invisible time visible and when you look at a digital clock and you see the digit changing you don't really see the passage of time but when you look at an analog clock you can watch the minute hand move. You can watch the second hand, seconds hand move. And you can really see in increments of five how an hour passes. So that's why my first step for you would be to change the way you look at time in your home or at work, wherever you are, from digital to analog in whatever way that looks like. When I made the shift from digital to analog a couple of years ago, that looked like going to Target and buying the cheapest analog clocks that they had. At the time, they were like 7 bucks, and I put one in every room of our house or in, within eyesight in every room of our house. I also bought myself a really cute analog watch. Right now I use a Fitbit, so I have a watch face that is analog, not digital. I know it might sound sort of silly to just say, switch the way you look at time and that will change your ability to get places on time. But for me, this was absolutely a simple switch that made a huge difference. Next, we're gonna talk about how you put events into your calendar on your phone. So the obvious way to put things into your calendar when someone says, Hey, do you want to meet me at two o'clock at this place is to put the event in your phone with a title for the event name and then two o'clock and maybe even the location. If you don't think you can remember where it is, but if you have a hard time getting places on time, I think you should try it my way. So when I put something in my phone, I do put it in as the actual time. But then later that night or when I do my weekly review, I will go through and look up or think about how long it takes me to get to that place and I adjust the start time of my event in my phone to match the time that I have to leave my home instead of the start time of the event. If you have a shared calendar with your partner and they don't think the same way or wouldn't appreciate having their events switched, then you could always use a separate calendar that is only for you to remind you about the times you have to leave. All right, my laundry friends, if you are still folding laundry, you should be wrapping up as we wrap up our laundry i want you to think about finishing strong so make sure that you put all of your laundry away where it actually goes put your basket that you keep it in where it belongs and go to your washer and either start a new load or leave it open so it can air out and not get musty if you already finished then i hope you are drinking your victory coffee or whatever you're drinking and just savoring your completion of a task great job So back to the content, the first two things that I recommend are changing your clocks to analog, and the second one is your calendar, make sure that you in some way are reminding yourself of the time you have to leave and making that visual as much as possible. So putting it into your calendar at that start, the start time is the time that you leave or something along those lines. You can also make sure that you switch your reminders on your digital events. You can switch it to give you a reminder the day before, an hour before, a minute before, whatever works for you, but you can definitely edit that if you haven't already to meet your needs a little better. The third thing we're going to talk about is timing yourself to really learn how long things take. So if you're a new mom and you now have a baby to get out the door, it took me months to realize that having to get a baby into a car seat, put them in whatever outerwear they need, all those extra steps meant that leaving the house took almost 30 minutes more. If you're more of a veteran mom, then you know that as your kids get older, things shift constantly and so that their needs hopefully over time decrease and it gets easier to get them into their car seats. But, you know, suddenly you have a new type of car seat and they need a little more help. Just noticing the shifts in the steps that it takes you to get somewhere will help you to become more aware of the time that it's gonna take you to get out the door. So what I want you to do right now is just create a little note in your phone and title it whatever you wanna call it, time to get out the door. And then every time you start to get ready to go, I want you to hit start on your phone stopwatch. And then right when you get in the car and you hit the gas pedal to back up, I want you to hit stop or notice how long it took. And we're gonna write that down. And then over a few days, you're gonna get an average of how long it takes you. And that will really help you to be able to actually plan getting your booty out the door on time. Cool. So we did it. We have made it through the three things that I'm recommending that you do today to really change the way you think about time and to get your butt out the door on time. Now, if you were doing laundry during this episode, I want you to check in with me. If you're in our Facebook group, it's called mothering together. I want you to head on over there and post That you got your laundry done we will give you all the air high fives and the likes and the happy gifts that you could possibly want if you're not in our group go to motheringtogether.com and you can find a direct link to the group there and we would love to have you Before you go, I wanna share a couple of the awesome insights that we've gotten over in the group. Our first tip is from a group member, Liz, who shared, if your washing machine has a timer, use it. Have it start at around three or four in the morning, and then you can flip it first thing to the dryer. If your morning routine allows for the time, you can do a quick fold and then go. This is something I've done in the past and I might start doing again because it is so awesome to just have a load of laundry done pretty much by the time you're done with breakfast. Another member, Emma, shared that she has 10 and 12-year-old boys who really thrive off of routine, and she shared that having a checklist in every room of her house to remind her kids what needs to be done daily in that room helps them to get things done. She gave the example that in the bathroom, she has a reminder for her kids to wash their hands, brush their teeth, flush the toilet, wash their hair and their body when they're showering, and clean up any toothpaste. So if you have a chance, just head on over to motheringtogether.com and you will see a link to get to the Facebook group. In the meantime, if you have any questions for me or a story you want to share, just send me an email at motheringtogetherpodcast at gmail.com. I'll see you next Wednesday.